0: everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up and join us for a Wednesday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How You're, you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Your intro is getting so good. I know. You've got it mastered.
0: Thank you. Uh, and your, your tire squealing is superb.
1: I know. I'm getting those sound effects.
0: What most people don't know is that usually there's like a 12-second lag <laughs> between the time I say it, and she pushes the button, and it plays, and then we have to edit out that big gap. And is
1: it as big a gap as the beep at the end that you're responsible for? Sometimes. Uh-huh.
0: So uh, lots of news today. We'll bicker later. <laughs> um, but uh, I think the biggest Disney news today is that Spider-Man um, might no longer be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, as of right now, talks between Sony and Disney have broken, um, they've had a partnership over the past couple of years because Sony is the one company that still owns some of the old Marvel properties. You know, Fox used to own the X-Men and all the mutants, but they got them back when Disney bought Fox out a few years ago, um... Sony owns Spider-Man and all the Spider-Man properties. So there's about like 900 characters in the Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. Only about 12 of which are probably worthy of going on the screen. Um, but uh, they've had an agreement with uh, Sony, uh, between Sony and Disney for the past few years, to put bring Spider-Man into the universe. Uh, and his first appearance was in Civil War. And then he's been a part of the past two Avengers movies. And he's also uh, had his own two solo films. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's kind of been a, a deal where Disney gets what's called 5% of the first dollar. And uh, what that means is that the first first dollar gross, first dollar gross is a percentage of, it's 5% of the film,
1: uh, makes the box the office revenue day.
0: on the first day.
1: So I don't understand that. So if it makes $2 million on the first day, they, they get 5%, 5% percent of, of $2 million. Yep. And that's it? Yep. That's all they get.
0: I'm sure there's other money, but that's where they make the bulk of their money. That doesn't
1: seem like that much money. I mean, like, because after it, the first day, if a show does well, if it's good, like, that
0: right, but if it makes it's, money
1: after the first day. If it's day. expected
0: to be a hit, you know, that you're taking a lot of money that first day.
1: 5%. If you give me 100% of the first day, we well, might be able
0: to talk about it. What Disney was hoping to do, uh, and Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige were hoping for, was that they would be able to reach a 50-50 co-financing agreement on future Spider-Man films, and possibly other properties. Venom is also one of the properties that Sony owns. Uh, Venom 2 is in production uh, or in pre-production and is headed out. So they've got a whole bunch of films that they're planning on releasing films on. Craven the Hunter, Black Cat, Silver Sable. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it would be pretty tough if, if they lose Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe, especially if Tony Stark is dead. Uh, the big talk has been that Peter Parker... Uh, Because he works for the Stark Foundation and he's kind of a scientific mind is going to take the place of the technology guy on the Avengers team and in the Marvel Universe. So um, he's been a big part of Marvel the past few years and it would just be tough to see him go. Um, From a business standpoint, um, Spider-Man Far From Home, which was released earlier this summer, is now Sony's all-time biggest uh, box office uh, hit in terms of revenue. Uh, It just beat out... 2012's James Bond movie Skyfall, and, um, you know, that that's big for them, for that to be their biggest movie. So they kind of think that they can do without Disney's help. And I think it's kind of cutting off your nose to spite your face. Part of what makes Spider-Man so popular is not only the character, but his interaction with everybody in the oh, Marvel absolutely. Universe. Oh, absolutely.
1: If he was just Spider-Man all on his own, nobody cares. I mean, nobody cared before. Right. I mean, they, they kept making the same... St- same Spider-Man movie over and over again. They think they all of them did decently well, right. but nothing like this most recent one has. Right.
0: Once they brought him into the MCU fold, it was just that much that much bigger.
1: But I mean, they might just be bluffing, you know, saying they're not going to. Do the deal and then see what else, you know, see what other offers Disney comes back with.
0: Well, earlier earlier today, everyone was saying that it was a, a definitive, you know, that's it, Spider-Man is done. There's no such thing. Um, it has been updated, though. However, Variety is reporting that negotiations are still ongoing and that there is no final decision. I'm assuming that Spider-Man will be back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Yeah, probably. That's Sony just wants, you know, to get the top dollar that they can for it. You and, know,
0: And you can't blame them.
1: No, I don't. I don't blame them at all. I mean, Disney's making money hand over fist with all the mar- Marvel stuff, yeah. and Sony owns a small piece of that. They are going to try to get everything that they can for it. Yeah, so good for them. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, let's see what else do we have going on. How about the uh, the Ripkin Experience? Have you heard about that?
0: I have. So the Ripkin Youth Experience Baseball Academy will be coming to the Walt Disney World Resort, uh, more specifically the ESPN Wide World of Sports, uh, in 2020. And this is um, high-level youth baseball tournaments uh, hosted by Cal Ripken Jr., uh, baseball's Iron Man. And, you know, now instead of just having to worry about Pop Warner, cheer, <laughs> and dance competitions, now they're going to throw a, a nationwide, um, you know, baseball, you know, base, baseball tournaments there. So it, does that become a new season? You, you know, it, it's nice that they're using Wide World of Sports. But it's just another thing but for Disney. But Disney's to,
1: so good at it. That's why are. Disney's been making so much money lately. You know, they do these run Disney events. They, they host the Pop Warner stop. They host dance competitions. Yep. Um, and now, you know, now this experience, the, the um, types of experiences they, they host are endless. I mean, we have friends, uh, you know, they do the dance down Main Street. Uh, experiences with, you know, different dance, dance studios. studios. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. So just one more thing for them to make um, money. But at the same time, if you've ever been a part of one of those, they can be great experiences um, that, you know, children look forward to and families look forward to going down, you know, with their kids when they get to participate. So um, just another opportunity to enjoy.
0: All right. So, uh, you know, sometimes business is, I don't want to say shady, <laughs> um, but there is the business side of business and it was recently announced that um, an accountant a former former Disney accountant has alleged that the parks and resorts division has overstated their revenue uh, possibly up to the amount of six billion dollars in, in, in one fiscal that's crazy uh, fiscal year. Uh, so going all the way back to 2008 um, yeah she noticed the discrepancies beginning in 2013. She went to a couple of people she went to her managers. Uh, eventually she was, uh, she went to the SEC, the Security and Exchanges Commission. And, uh, not soon after that, uh, she was fired from Disney. Um, Disney says that this is just a, 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 disgruntled employee. Uh, she has retaliated with a whistleblower complaint, uh, through the Department of Labor. Um, and so, you know, Disney saying she's a bad employee, she's got a pattern of workplace complaints, um, and that she has withdrawn her complaint, uh, one of the complaints against co-workers. Uh, so, you know, this is a, a he said, she said type of thing. This is probably going to go to, you know, go to some type of court remediation. The yeah, SEC I mean, the, is going to look right, into it The, the as good they thing should. is the
1: SEC has the information. They can look at the facts and see, you know, what it is. So it'll be disproven or it'll be proven. I don't think it's really going to tarnish... Disney's name as an allegation. I think if it's found to be true, it will tarnish Disney's name, but I don't think anyone's going to assume that this woman is, you know, telling the truth right. until it's been proven.
0: And the stuff they were doing was they were considering a gift card purchase to be income, and then when the gift card was redeemed, they were considering that income.
1: Well, I mean, that seems like, you know, the way you say it is like, oh, that's not a big deal, but and that's a big deal. I mean, the amount of money that people spend mm. on gift cards, is Hey, six billion dollars in one year. Yeah, it's huge, you know? so... If that's the case, they're going to have some answering to do.
0: Yep, time will tell.
1: Moving over to some of the resorts. Uh, Let's see, news over there. How about over at the Contemporary for a while there, they had two rooms that were themed for Incredibles. Do you remember that?
0: I do. That was a week or two ago.
1: Yeah, well, apparently they ripped them out.
0: It looks to be rooms 4401 and maybe 4400. Do you know, were they ever putting
1: guests in there?
0: They were not. So it was
1: just like, you know, just to see what it would look like and take pictures of it. Yeah, it's stuff. just a
0: little bit of the carpet and some of the exterior. So actually, they're rooms 4401 and 4402. Uh, the carpet, the incredible-looking carpet is still out there, um, but the Incredibles artwork that was on the outside has been removed. I
1: imagine the carpeting is going to be also, because it's pretty funny. It's like the end of a hallway, right. and it's one kind of carpet, and then like in front of two rooms at the very end, the carpeting changes. It's like blue,
0: blue, 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 <laughs> blue, bang, Incredible. carpet. Orange,
1: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, if you were staying and you were going to go check out that hallway, don't bother because it's gone.
0: Yeah, it's... um...
1: What do you think of them, actually, if they were going to try to theme the contemporary for Incredibles?
0: I don't know. What do you do with the, you know, I read an article somewhere, what do you do with the rest of the resort? If you're going to make all the rooms and the hallways Incredibles themed, what do you do with the Oh, mural? I mean,
1: they have huge, yeah, I know the mural, right? I mean, but they have like plans, the the, the rumors that I had heard were, you know, plans to turn this, the Wave Steakhouse into an right. incredible restaurant. that I believe restaurant. is probably going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, that's probably, well, I, I've... I don't like anything themed too much towards um, an intellectual property. It right. makes me
0: crazy. We call them IPs. The, which stands for? Intellectual property.
1: Okay. All right. As long as we're clear. Yes.
0: Um,
1: you know, if I I wouldn't mind so much, I guess, if they redid the wave um, and made it Incredibles. And, you know, if they, if they did certain rooms as Incredibles. So, you know, maybe they took a floor. You know, sort of like they've done over at, like, Caribbean Beach. They have, like, you know pirate rooms or... Um...
0: I think it's a little too much and we're seeing them do this...
1: I'm sorry, a bug just flipped my nose. We're
0: seeing them do this now over at the Grand Floridian where they're retheming a ton of stuff as Beauty and the Beast. They're doing okay. yeah. the tavern, they're doing the, the you know Bippity Bobbidi Boutique, they're bringing in, you know, all sorts of Beauty and yeah. the Beast themed things. It's okay to do one section, but I think when you turn an entire resort into something
1: Yeah, and I, I you know what? I bet they wouldn't do that. They're not going to retheme the whole resort. It's probably just a section th- kind of thing. You
0: wouldn't think they were doing it, but over in Paris, they just re- they're retheming an entire hotel to be Marvel themed.
1: Yeah, but that's Paris. They're all nutty over there. Okay. Um, I mean, they do it... They have, a, what, the Tiana rooms over at uh, Port Orleans Riverside. Princess, princess rooms. Are they just princesses or Tiana yeah, princess, rooms?
0: They're, no, all princesses are represented. All right. That's why the spouts in the kitchen sink are shaped like uh, the genie's lamp.
1: You're right. Okay, I'll give you that one. Okay. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it's I'm not right, all of... I'm them.
0: right for once. Score <laughs> one. Score one for Team Tony. Uh, Jason made a remark, ooh, score one for Team Cheryl. I'll score one for Team Tony on this one.
1: Well, we haven't looked it up yet.
0: Well, no, but I've I'm I'm sure.
1: just conceded, that's I'm all. I'm sure.
0: You are conceded.
1: Mm. Um, let's see what else do we have going on? Oh, over at the Wilderness Lodge, they now have mobile ordering at the Roaring Fork. So, you know, that's exciting. You don't have to wait so long for your food.
0: Um, once again, another quick service uh getting the mobile uh mobile order option, which is nice. I don't really know that you need it so much in the resorts, Um, but, you know, all of the resorts, all of the moderate, uh, and a lot of, a lot, well, actually all of the resorts seem to be doing it now because they're doing it at, the, at Pop, they're doing it um, in the All-Stars, they're doing it at, at the Moderates. You they, wouldn't doing think it, it would anymore. be
1: necessary, but I mean, like, if you're by the pool and you want lunch... How nice to be able to just place your order while you sit by the pool and then just like run up and get it. I'm thinking, you know, like when you're at Pop and you're like, oh, well, you know, we want, we're going to get some chicken fingers and some burgers and whatever for lunch. And it's like, you know, you got to go in there. You're standing there in the air conditioning. You're waiting for the food. Everybody else is at the pool. You got mom is just there, you know, ordering everything and waiting for everything to bring out. It would be nice to be able to just walk up, you know, wait two or three minutes for the rest of your food to come out and be done.
0: Okay, fine. You win.
1: Thanks. Score one for Cheryl. Uh, Let's see. And then in our last uh, resort news, uh, let's see. Oh, DBC members who are staying in a grand villa are qualifying to purchase the extra Fast Passes.
0: Yep. Which previously was available to uh, club-level guests. They have an option to purchase three additional, additional Fast Passes at $50 per person with a minimum of three days. Uh, the nice thing about those fast passes is your fast pass window opened up at 90 days, um, but in order to do that, like Cheryl said, you you now have you can be DVC, but you have to be staying in a grand villa. Which for those who don't know what a grand villa is, that is a three bedroom villa,
1: and it is pricey.
0: It is very pricey. You may as
1: well just stay club level. Yeah, yeah. Um, over at Disney Springs, whole lot of stuff happening over there. I'm being a little sarcastic. They've got two new churro carts ready to open. Um, and it looks like Curl by Sammy Duval has closed. What was in that?
0: Curl by Sammy Duval. Isn't that what it I was said? A surf shop. Did I not say that? Yeah, surf and work, Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, and then they're still doing. So there's still some construction over near the NBA Experience. Uh, they're working on opening up City Works Eatery and Poorhouse. So uh, that shouldn't be too much longer. I wouldn't think.
0: No. All
1: right. Moving over to the parks. Uh, let's start over in Disneyland. Um, this is a Disneyland. Well, we'll loosely call it a story that probably translates over to Disney World. Uh, looks like some new haunted mansion ears have been found over at the Emporium over there. Uh, they are twenty seven ninety nine, and they are really cute. I'm not. Um, I'm not a collector of uh, mouse ears, but I rather like these. They are. They have the purple ears, like the color of the wallpaper. But let's see. What do they have on there?
0: You've got the Hitchhiking Ghosts. Right. Uh, they've got the uh, Caretaker. Okay, yeah, And then they have the Singing Busts.
1: The Singing Busts, though, are between the ears. They're sort of a, maybe a white and like a grayish blue. Like a marble. Yeah, they look like maybe marble. And I think that's the portion of the ears that glows in the dark. So, these are cute.
0: And then if you reverse them, uh, they have designs on the back. They have a raven on one, and then a, uh, a skull. trying to try and, do, and the... Skeleton who's trying to get, get out, out of the the, coffin. The, co- yeah. the crypt. Oh, excuse me.
1: And, uh, yeah, one of them says Haunted Mansion on it. They're nice. They almost look like maybe they're kind of velvety, like a velvety purple.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, yeah. So those are nice, and I have a feeling that they will be over in the Magic Kingdom sooner rather than later.
0: And what do they cost, Cheryl? I already
1: mm-hmm. said they are ninety nine. $27.99.
0: Okay. Excellent. I'm always, on, listening. I'm always on top of how much money things are. Now, are those ears, do you think that they're more geared towards women? Because I would probably wear those ears.
1: Those are definitely geared toward women. I think anything with the headband mm-hmm. is, is, is expected is women. See, now, I, women. I want
0: a hat with, with right. the Right, and then the a lot of
1: times, I think for the men, they usually do, like, the beanie hat. You know, the mm-hmm. typical, like, um, original mouse ears, like, beanie hat style. Right. Um, with whatever on them. Okay. But, yeah, I know they should do something like that for... A lot of it seems to be all for the women, but...
0: I don't know. You should protest. Oh, did you know the caretaker has a name of Silas Crump? I did not know that.
1: Me either. Maybe your daughter will make you a special mm-hmm. little hat. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Um, also, where are we now? Which park do we want to be in? Let's stay over... We jumped to the Magic Kingdom to say that uh, we're talking about the Haunted Mansion. So let's stay there and talk about some renovations that are coming up.
0: Sure. Uh, supposedly, both of these renovations are going to be completed by the summer of 2020. And the first one is Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, there is no start date, um, but they are expected to uh, add some of the projections uh, that they have in the Paris version of Big Thunder Mountain, and that is uh, an overlay or projection that uh, simulates explosions and dynamite exploding in the in the mine shaft.
1: Now, is that something you can see during the day? Yes. Okay, because it's in the, in the, like, darker part when right, you go through. Right,
0: Okay. So there's some smoke involved and some explosions. Uh, and then the second um, the second refurb actually has no dates, but it's expected to be done by the 50th anniversary, and that is the Jungle Cruise. Uh, rumor had it that uh, some of the uh, enhancements would reflect uh, elements from the Jungle Cruise film, which is being released next year with uh, The Rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, Disney has kind of refuted that and said, no, no, that's not going to happen. Um, however, I think whenever they refute something, that's pretty much like, well, yeah, that's going to happen. I don't
1: know, though. The movie hasn't come out yet, right? No. When is it going to come out? Next year. I mean, it seems like it's... Maybe it's whole, just me. Uh, that gives
0: them a whole year to refer, because they said it's going to be by the 50th But
1: do you want to do that? Because there's a huge chance that a Jungle Cruise movie is going to be a flop.
0: Please. I mean, a quiet
1: flop, maybe, but Please. a flop. What do you mean, please?
0: How many, how many Disney ride films have flopped?
1: <laughs> Almost all of uh, them. Let's see,
0: Haunted Mansion.
1: No, the, yeah, the Haunted Betty Mansion, Murphy. the uh, Country Bears.
0: Country Bears. although that was kind of a cute movie.
1: Yeah, but nobody remembers no, it. No,
0: you remember it. It doesn't
1: make any money. I remember it as
0: a flop. And then let's not forget uh, Tomorrowland, which was a movie themed after an entire land starring George Clooney.
1: Not a terribly bad movie, actually. No. I think it wasn't, didn't do well in the box office, but it wasn't bad.
0: Uh, th- of course, there was the Pirates of the Caribbean. Which is, which yeah, we're the one success, which has
1: like, set everything up to, to do more and more of them.
0: Right. And then two little-known movies that Cheryl and I looked up. Uh, the first one was Tower of Terror, starring Police Academy's Steve Guttenberg.
1: I have no idea who that is.
0: Wow. Uh, well, that's based on the theme park ride. Uh, it was made for TV movie. And then Mission to Mars, released in 2000 from director Brian De Palma, uh, debuted seven years after the Mission to Mars ride closed. Where was
1: the Mission to Mars ride?
0: Uh, Disneyland. Oh, okay. And in Magic Kingdom.
1: Hmm.
0: In Tomorrowland. I don't think I ever wrote that. Nope. Uh, n- probably more people wrote it than ever saw the movie.
1: <laughs> probably. So, uh, all right, so we're done in the Magic Kingdom. Let's move over to, uh, where should we go? Uh, Animal Kingdom.
0: Animal Kingdom, so great.
1: This is super exciting news. I know it's news you've all been waiting for.
0: Yes, Dinosaur is going to have extra park hours. Um, Normally they close an hour before uh, the park does, so if the park closes at 9, Dinosaur closes at 8. But from August 25th through September 28th, In order to mitigate uh, the crowds from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Dinosaur is going to stay open for the extra hour.
1: There you go. I know. So something to do when you can't get into Galaxy's Edge.
0: And here's a little bit of trivia on the Dinosaur ride. When you look overhead, you will see a yellow pipe, a white pipe, and a red pipe, along with chemical formulas. Those chemical formulas are the representation of ketchup, mustard, and mayo. Huh.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I did learn that. So while we're over in the Magic Kingdom and the Animal Kingdom, uh, let's see, they have extra hours. Uh, oh, no, after after hours events. So those um, are paid events after the park closes. Uh, your time starts at 7 p.m. I don't know. How late does it go? Till midnight?
0: I believe midnight. Yeah,
1: I would think midnight. Um, they're $125. So it's sort of like a party ticket, except there's not any extra special uh, fireworks or anything like that. Uh, but you just can get on your rides uh, without the crowds. So some extra um, dates have been added for those. Tony, do you know what they are?
0: I do. In the Magic Kingdom, you're looking at November 18th, December 9th, January 6th, 13th, 17th, and 20th. So it looks to be uh, uh, just a one night. Animal Kingdom, it's the October 5th, 9th, 19th, 26th, and 30th. November 5th, 13th, and 19th. December 7th, 14th, and 18th. January 9th, 16th, 22nd, and 30th, February 6th, 13th, 19th, and 27th, and March 5th, 12th, 19th, and
1: 26th. So, listening to all of that, uh, what strikes me is how many darn after-hours events there are for Animal Kingdom. This seems kind of ridiculous. I mean, the Magic Kingdom is where I'm really going to want to be, but they have very few... uh, offerings for dates whereas the animal kingdom you know i mean there's the magic kingdom there's more than 25 attractions that are going to be open how many things can possibly be open at the animal kingdom they don't even have that much there
0: well let me tell you disney after hours at uh, animal kingdom Disney After Hours at the Animal Kingdom will have Avatar Flight of Passage, Navi River Journey, Pandora Drummers, uh, Expedition Everest, Dinosaur, Mickey and Minnie Greeting, uh, Rivers of Light, Tree of Life, It's Tough to Be a Bug, Triceratops Spin, and more.
1: Ooh, and more. Uh, do you, so do you? you don't have to have a park ticket for the day for this, right? You do not. So I guess the upside to this at Animal Kingdom is I feel like you could do all of the main things you might want to do in Animal Kingdom, you know, especially if you've been there before. Uh, maybe just the evening ticket is enough to hit up all those rides and you know, maybe you get to go on Avatar a few times. I think really Avatar is what's selling the tickets for that After
0: Hours event. Right. And it not only do you get access to those rides, but I'm, I'm impressed with the fact that ice cream, popcorn, and select beverages are included. Oh, I
1: didn't know that. Is that the same with the Magic Kingdom?
0: I would I would have to scroll back to that page, and I'm looking at Animal Kingdom information right now.
1: That's I mean, that's kind of nice, to be able to tell the kids that can eat as many Mickey bars as they want.
0: Yeah, and it looks like those prices actually go up. Um, that $125 is for an advanced purchase. It's 129 on the day of event uh, in August and September. But once you hit October, that pre-purchase price is 129 and 139 on day of. Oof. Yeah,
1: so buy those ahead of time. Right over in Epcot. They've got a new rope drop procedure. Uh, there's so many construction walls up all over the place that probably the way that you've done things before when you've gone to Epcot are not going to be uh, the same. So you know, take that into consideration. I'm sure it'll change again soon. So unless you're going in the next few weeks, I wouldn't worry too much about it. But if you are, just be prepared that it uh, might not be the way you're used to uh, also at Epcot. Over in Canada, where they're doing um, some refurbishment of the rock areas around o Canada, it seems like they are pulling out some of the live trees and are putting in artificial trees, which is a big thumbs down for Way me. Way to be
0: environmental.
1: I, get, I mean, it is kind of environmental, I suppose. Um, you know, instead of constantly changing out live trees if they're having a lot of them die...
0: But do they die? I don't know. It offsets your carbon footprint when you put a tree in.
1: I'm a huge fan of a real tree. There's never a reason why I like a fake tree, so disappointing. But, I mean, I'm sure you won't be able to tell because they'll be far away. Maybe they'll
0: look like the cell phone tower trees. Oh, those are
1: the worst. I don't know if everybody in the rest of the country has them, but where is the one that we have?
0: Uh, It's down over just over the New York border. It's
1: so awful. It's funny, though. It's something to look for when we're traveling. Um, at Hollywood Studios, the film strip sign that used to be near uh, Center Stage at the end of Hollywood Boulevard has been removed. We're not really sure why. We don't know if that's permanent or whether it's just being refurbished and it's coming back. That remains to be seen, so we will keep an eye on that. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's a lot of news for one day.
0: Yeah, that wraps it up.
1: So today was show Y, and um, we're going to when we hit Z, be starting our own uh, feed for I don't know what do you call it? is that what you call it a feed? It's a feed. Yeah. Okay, feed for our podcast for the Disney Drive Time pod- podcast with our own new artwork. So that's something to look for. Uh, if you'd like to be notified as soon as that happens, come on over to our Facebook page where the Disney Drive Time podcast and uh, and join up. And we'd like to do you know like listener uh, questions and that sort of thing. So um, if you'd like to be involved and get a shout out on the show, please uh, join us over there. So for today, I think uh, that's about it. I'm Cheryl.
0: And I'm Tony. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.